Welcome to Quality Perks, the podcast that not only delves into the intricacies of contact center quality management, but also uncovers the personal stories of industry leaders. Brought to you by BPA Quality, your trusted partner in enhancing customer experiences. All right, here we are. We're here. We're in the studio, as they say, right? Yes. My studio, my home, my loft, whatever you want to call it. True. Uh, So my name is Neil Eggers. I'm here with... Karen Dupree, BPA Quality. That's right. And we're starting uh, a new series here, uh, Coffee and Quality. Uh, And our aim is to first talk about coffee. Uh, That's kind of important for everybody these days. And the second bit is to talk about uh, quality monitoring, contact center quality monitoring, what it means to us, what it means to you, uh, all the way from it's a necessary evil to have all the way up to um, proactive business intelligence. So uh, everything in between. So we'll have uh, guests on here from BPA Quality. We'll have uh, our customers on as well. And uh, we're looking to uh, just start this, uh, make it informal and uh, hope that you all learn something uh, along the way. Uh, so the first thing we wanted to talk about is coffee. And I just learned, Karen, that you only drink one kind of coffee or you, you, you like different types? Yes. Yes, I like different types of coffee. I will be, you know, that person at Starbucks that has, I want the almond milk, um, only two two pumps of the vanilla, um, that kind of thing. So I do drink other coffee and I love other coffee, but we get, I buy it in bulk. I have a Keurig machine. And um, it is organic, and I love it. It's a rainforest uh, blend. How many cups of coffee do you have a day? Two. Two. Yes. Back two. to back, or are they spread out? Spread out in the morning. And But one of the cool things that I have is one of those uh, mug heaters, warmers, mm-hmm. and I keep it on my desk so that my coffee does not go cold because I do not like cold coffee. Do you like cold coffee? I don't, but I'm like an eight cup a day. So I don't know if that's my, my background, but we grew up drinking coffee throughout the day. But I used to have sugar and milk and all that. Now it's just black for, for years. So I don't know Ooh. if that makes it any healthier or not, but, but just black, just black coffee. So I noticed you have a Keurig. Do you do it like as a strong or is I it do, yeah. I, I like the bold, super bold, extra, you know, I'll do the variety pack from, from Amazon. That's, you know, give me the extra bold, super strong coffee. I guess maybe that's because it's just regular coffee without anything in it, but Today I have so Kenya Double A, right? That's pretty strong mm-hmm. that coffee pretty from strong. Ocean City Coffee Company. And what's so the grind here. level? This is whole bean. You got to grind it fresh. I know, but do you do it like it a Turkish grind, or do you, what kind of very fine, very fine grind? Oh, so I'll I'll goodness. grind it down to a pulp and then and then uh, brew it. But yeah, so everything I get is whole whole bean. Have you ever added a lemon peel? coffee yes you you know do a little the little squiggly thing and mm-hmm. put it on the side so when you take a sip you also have the the bouquet of the lemon okay while you're drinking your coffee and it is a quite refreshing experience i'll have to try that to do so but yeah i do have i've got keurig back here i've also got my coffee pot back here so you can actually see that so i think this is uh 
very appropriate title and topic for me because uh, coffee is consistent throughout my day. So yes, it keeps you I going. That'll, that'll work for us. I think yeah. it, it's self-medicating for whatever ails you. <laughs> like being tired. Yes. That'll work. Uh, yep. And being a, a soccer dad, soccer parent, mm-hmm. um, we're always on the go. We should add that into our, into our commentary about what, what soccer tournaments is everybody driving to this weekend? Yes. Yes. We only have a game this weekend and it's Richmond in Virginia. So I get to go to Jacksonville then to Tampa. You poor thing living in Florida. Lots of time, lots of time in the car, (laughs) but now you've heard enough about us banter on. So Mm -hmm. back to contact center quality monitoring, right? That's what, uh, that's what BPA does. And I want, you know, I guess a story I actually heard uh, yesterday while people, I was talking to my parents and they're always quite unsure of, of what I do. Uh, so the, the story, my mother started telling me a story about her latest painful contact center moment. And she was trying to relate it to her, her, her understanding of, uh, you know, outsourced contact center quality monitoring. And they were, they're moving out of one apartment into New York City and going into a much smaller apartment into New York City. And there's a storage facility across the street from their current apartment. Uh, and they wanted to find out if they could actually keep a car there. Because when they drive past, they see that there's cars parked in the storage facility. So they wanted to figure out how much that, that costs. So this is really bringing it down, contact center quality monitoring story. So she got the number from the sign out front, and it ended up being a centralized uh, contact center for this particular company. It wasn't the location, but she thought she was calling the location. So she called this number, went through the IVR and and spoke to an agent and said, you know, at this particular location, I see that there's cars out front. I'm wondering how much it costs to park at that facility. And the agent said, oh, well, you're going to have to call the local office or that, that store across the street from you in order to get that information. My mother said, that's what I I thought I was doing. Yeah. I love that. Right. So, so they give her the number and she then calls the local office and then gets how much it is to actually keep a car there. And and it's, you know, it's not something they want to do because the costs were so high. And I said, okay, here's how BPA quality fits into that. We would analyze the amount of times that that's happening for that particular company through uh, quality monitoring programs, CSAT surveys, any types of exterior analytics or uh, reporting that we can get from that particular storage facility and say, all the amount of times that customers are calling your corporate office when they should be calling the local office. If you can identify where your customers are getting that information and streamline it so you avoid the double phone calls because you're paying for that twice. So make sure that it's clear as to when a customer needs to contact the local office as opposed to when they need to contact the, uh, the, the central office. So that explanation of you know where intelligence or proactive business intelligence comes into the quality monitoring spectrum kind of helps her understand a little bit better as to, to what I do. I mean, obviously we have the the quality monitoring services where you're listening to X amount of audits per agent per month, either for compliance or uh, you're looking for, for coaching, or you are looking to identify proactive business intelligence or everything in between or different bits and pieces of that. I found it easier to explain to her that that's you know, kind of what we do is trying to save our clients money by identifying these larger mountain moving type uh, uh, issues or, or inefficiencies in their process. 
Absolutely. Um, whenever I try to explain what we do, uh, you know, I always started out, you know, when you call in and you hear this call may be recorded for quality monitoring purposes. So more than likely, we're probably on the other end listening after that call to make sure that it is uh, handled properly. And that um, we're trying to find those business insights, just like, you know, reducing that first call resolution. Um, and, and folks still kind of look at me like, hmm. So and then they ask me, oh, are you listening to the calls? I said, well, BPA is listening. I, I could not because the type of person that would, can actually sit down and listen to those calls throughout the day it, it is a pretty significant type of of personality um and be able to to pull that off so it is quite interesting when you try to explain it and try what uh, folks are uh are are doing with the quality monitoring um and sometimes i even get oh you mean that's for real right (laughs) they actually people think it's just the same exactly and i say do you think it's because every time they have a contact center experience it's not a good one so they're like well you can't be honestly doing anything with it because it's not improving or is it just some type of you know legal type uh, statement you recorded and you know blah 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 so yeah so it's quite interesting how how the industry works and all the new technology that's coming out as well to help with this analysis um, and be able to find just tidbits that you didn't even realize that is gold um, for not only your, your call center, but for your marketing um, and your, your computer or computer, I'm sorry, your, your company overall and, and be able to save you money and make you money in the long run. Yep. That's uh, it's one of my famous sayings is, has your quality program money made you money, saved you money, or gotten you promoted? That's really the uh, the way we, we tend to look at it is, you know, it's not, and I mean, it's, it's okay if it's a necessary evil, right? I mean, there's a lot of, there's a lot of organizations out there that are required to have quality monitoring for various reasons. Uh, and those reasons are important, uh, but it can be so much more. So I, I feel um, that we do a lot of, you know, we're almost like an education uh, company as much as we are providing a service because it's um, we're, we're trying to to change the thought process of quality monitoring from being just checking boxes right I mean we've had conversations where you know that would be a great tagline right so quality it's not about just checking boxes so you should think about your quality program uh, mm-hmm. as a as an avenue for identifying cost savings uh, and for you know, making you money it doesn't need to just be uh, cost savings it should be a, a vehicle where uh, you're turning it into a profit center. And I think that's really the difference between what we do um, mm. and organizations that are um, just checking boxes. So uh, I think yeah. throughout the series or, or, you know, these, these coffee chats that we're having, it's to bring in individuals who embody that, uh, who can share stories uh, of their own experiences and their own view of quality, really personalizing the experience um, and quality monitoring is just a bit of it, right? It's, it's really the, the over, overarching contact center. We all talk and deal with the products we use every day. At some point, you're going to have to reach out to the products you use every day. And it's the positive experiences and the, the negative experiences mm-hmm. as well, but how we can go about uh, improving mm-hmm. those uh, through our partnerships. And that's, that's really the drive of, mm-hmm. of 
our little conversations here. And then. Exactly. And, and uncovering, you know, a negative, it, it, it's actually a good thing because now you know how to circumvent it in the future. So, you know, we really are able to understand uh, what's going on, not only in, in our one customer, but we see overreaching over all our customers and be able to share that information as well um, to folks that we're talking to on a daily basis. Right. So where should we, where should we take this? Who should we bring on next? Um, if you had was, your druthers. Hmm. Um, Roy Kent from Ted Lasso. Can we bring him on? I would love that. <laughs> but there's, uh, no, there's no strings, right? We can always try. Yeah, we could. All you we would could. say is no. Exactly. Um, well, I was thinking maybe uh, we invite the owner of BPA Quality. Uh, one of the owners is David Blackwell. Been in the industry for what? over 30 years um, mm -hmm. plus because he was at yep. British Airways before That's um, right. and um, kind of go from there as well and invite other folks depending on the industry. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I like having David on. I think it's important to understand the, the origins of the company and his, uh, you know, his, his evangelism of, of quality monitoring and uh, where it's been, where it is and where it's going. Uh, yeah. So I think his vision is pretty clear on that. So it'd be nice to, to hear from him. Um, and then after that, maybe we can move into some of our proactive business intelligence teams. Maybe we can get uh, a few of those folks on to talk about how they go about um, reaching the outcome of delivery. Uh, you know, so data without insights is meaningless, right? So, um, you know, what's the outcome when we're gathering all this data? How do we go about actually delivering uh you know, an actionable outcome that, that uh, an organization can use to improve their business. So maybe we can go with that. Yep. I agree. Yeah. Sounds good. So I guess I'll need to do an invite out to David to join mm -hmm. us the next time. Um, hopefully we'll be doing these uh, once a week. Um, right. And I hope folks join in and join in the conversation as these will be live and you'll be able to chat with us and ask us questions uh, throughout the you know, 15 minutes or so that we're, we're live. So your mission from now until next week is to get a different kind of coffee. Yes. And I'm already um, brainstorming where I should go and get it. Can we talk about creamers too? Because, Hey, that's is there, is that like a thing? No. Is that a thing? Are there different kinds of creamers? Oh, hello. Yes. I don't, I don't know. All right. So that's maybe we should change it from, Coffee, coffee and creamers with BPA quality. Maybe well, be. That, that could be, you know, it's all about flavor. Got it. Individual. Well, I guess we'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap up our initial, uh, our initial uh, discussion here with, with a thanks to all of you. And we'll look forward to your participation moving forward. And Absolutely. Uh, on this, on this journey of ours to, to quality, greatness quality and coffee. That's it. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Thanks. Bye. Take care. Bye.